Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. When or when not to allow your child to have their first cell phone. This is a big topic in our house right now as we head into the summer months and just logistics and organizing and planning. It feels like it would be very convenient for our 10-year-old to have a cell phone. But I also am trying to weigh the the pros and cons of kids having a phone. Has Has he asked you specifically for one yet? He has not asked for a phone I, he and I have just been having conversations about um, independence and kind of what the summer is going to look like for him. And he, because he did distance learning in third grade, he's like really just getting into developing more close friendships. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't brought it up to me either, but that doesn't mean that he does he's not thinking about it because some of his friends have phones already. Some right? of his friends have phones and we were talking about um he asked if he could walk or ride his bike to a friend's house. And I was like, "Oh, I think you're ready like on a maturity level to do that and like a responsibility level." But I'm like, "How will I know when you get there?" It would be really nice if you had a phone that you could text me from when you arrived at your destination. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. What are some of the concerns, the cons well, I when think... it comes to uh, a 10 year old having a cell phone? What, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that pop up in your head? Uh, they talk about, um, like online bullying, especially if there aren't limitations on the phone, you know, you don't have to go with the latest iPhone with all the bells and whistles. Oh, in regards to who's got the best. No, but just like the apps that kids use and like, you know, think about the things that adults do with their phones. Right. And you're just going to, you know, hand that over to a kid to have in their pocket all the time. Oh, oh I, isn't there a parental control yes. on a lot of that stuff? Yes, that absolutely. Getting... So I, that, that would be one of the fixes for that problem. Um, they talk about screen addiction and health effects of having... At that, at a young age like that, having a, a phone with unlimited access. But, well, I just think of video games. How yeah, much time? Yeah. How much time do they spend? And kids are on screens at school, and I mean, screens are a part of our kids' lives. He has an iPad. I know that. Yeah, I mean, to me, I don't think I don't think a phone adds to his screen time. I just it's the communications aspect. And I worry about who is, you know, because look at how much spam we get. If you don't think that any, you know, just bad people can get cell numbers out of nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that would be the concern. For me. I know a lot of people who um, have gone the route of the Gizmo smartwatches. I've seen those. And that's a Verizon product and that's not our cell phone carrier. What's What's the deal with those? So it's, you can basically program, as I understand it, you can program Numbers that they're allowed to contact into the into the watch. Oh, got it. So I think you get like up to 10 or something like that. So you can do like mom, dad, right. grandma, 
um, like a babysitter, whoever you want in there. And then they can text and call from the watch. So super convenient for like, hey, practice got rained out. Or, do, they, the, do they still have the same coverage that a regular cell phone has? I believe so. Well, so that, that sounds your, like a brilliant idea. It's part then. of your Verizon plan, but we're on AT&T and I don't think they have a product like that. Wow. Which seems weird because it is brilliant. Because you, that you, is a really you're good getting idea. that that element of safety and convenience I would have without to, all of the rest of the cons, I, I think. I would have to believe that other providers have something similar to that. I, I need to research. Right? Like, because, because it's, I mean, that's a serious concern. And I think they wouldn't want anybody to shy away from their service or product if they don't have things to monitor child safety i'd have to believe they all do at some or some version of it um i would like to talk about what it was like when we were growing up well yeah that, that's that's i know which but. is kind of the funny thing when you because noah asked me when we were talking about this and i said you know it would be nice if you had a way to get in contact with us just so we knew that you were had arrived safely or like when practice is done and he goes well what did you do when you were a kid and I was like, we just got on our bikes and went wherever we were going to go. And we were pretty much unaccounted for most of the time. It was a completely different world. Yeah. It was. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, we. you have to understand, at the same time, we did not have people with the ability to access us like they do with kids nowadays. That's True. That's the thing that worries me. Right, it I'm is. not worried about what he's going to do. I'm worried about somebody using that as a tool to get to him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm worried about. Exactly. And I, and those are all the things that parents of kids that age are considering when they make this choice. And I think it is a conversation that a lot of families are having, especially as we get into summer. I think I think that uh I think that he's about there. The one thing that concerns me, and you, this is you brought this up to me, is that he, when he, when he something doesn't necessarily go his way, he gets he gets his grandparents and right. all the right. other people in his life involved, and without and insulting when, you first. And if you have right, a right access to communication without, yeah, I know, you know, of, of your own without having to go through your parents, like that opens up some. Doors that I don't really want. Or, or make plans before you even discuss it with, yeah. your, with your parents. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, let's get together and do this and this and this. Oh, have you talked to your parents yet? No, not yet. Right. <laughs> um, AT&T does not have um, a kid's watch, smartwatch option. I just Googled it. That's incredible. You'd think most providers would think about that and have some... What about... Is there any lock? I mean, is there? There's... There are parental controls on any yeah. device. And then there are, you know, you don't have to get all the whiz bang smartphones. You know, I think you can still do like a pretty basic cell phone that calls and maybe. Because if has he wants the, to the do the capability yeah. to text, I think the nice thing about the Gizmo watch, that's the name of the Verizon product, is that the parents control who they have access to, who a child has access doesn't to. Have, doesn't that have like a location device on it as well? Yes. Yeah. So to me, you that know would where be they are, right. if they've, you know, reached their destination safely, if they're where they said they were going to be. Right. I would have gotten myself in so much trouble if they would have had these things.
things and like, No, because you would have figured out a way to beat it. Like, just le- leave the thing. Leave it. Yeah. Oh, but God, then you I, couldn't answer, though. I totally would have. But it's it's funny to think about how it was back then versus how it is now. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, at the same time, though, I mean, we didn't even wear seatbelts. Right. Or, so, or, I mean, or yeah. helmets. I mean, we had that right. conversation this weekend, right. too. Claire got a new bike helmet. And you were like, oh, we didn't. I didn't own a bike helmet. I didn't own a bike helmet either. I got my first motorcycle in second grade, oh my God. and I didn't have a helmet. And it was just one of those little Honda Trail uh-huh. CT70s. And uh, I did not have a helmet, and we rode that, and I crashed it. Which is terrifying. I know. I know. But I'm just saying that it is. And I'm not saying that that was the right way to do things, but that is the way we did things. But so. I, I know. And I didn't own a bike helmet until I was in my 20s and got a road bike. Right. But that doesn't mean that not wearing a helmet is the right way to do it. Right. Well, when you know better, you do better. Right. Back to the, the, the cell phone issue, though. I'm Kids are have so much access to so many different things now. And I just don't know if the phone in and of itself is going to be the backbreaker anymore because they, I mean, they're on everything. They both have pads, iPads, yeah. iPads. And then they both have, uh, what are those other stupid tablets they have? Oh, the Kindle fire yeah. tablets. The yeah. Kid, the I mean, kids ones. And then obviously their, their television remote. I mean, literally they can talk into Alexa. They do anything. So it's not the phone itself anymore. No, I think the iPad is the real exposure to everything. And really what I think the important things to think about when you're making this choice are like the maturity of your child and then just having boundaries and rules and things in place like phones charge in the kitchen overnight. You know, I've heard a lot of people that do that. So kids aren't, right. you know, staying up all night on their phone or it, it's just having those kind of safety nets in place to right. well, do you- your best to protect your your kids right right i i'm just wondering i guess maybe this is going to sound ignorant or naive maybe to some people but when you hear these stories whether it's a dateline special or whatever of these child predators contacting kids in these rooms where where are these rooms that they chat rooms where are they finding these kids i and how do they and how do they get how do they get them lined up? Because honestly, you hear about that stuff in the news. And I'm like, how did you contact a 13 or 14-year-old child and lure them away? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, how do they do it? Even like on uh, Roblox, you can chat with the people you're playing with online. Right. And is, can, is that is that the kind of room? I mean, I'm, that, not, I'm not blaming Roblox for, for this, this kind of thing. I'm just right. saying. Because our like kids when you're love playing, Roblox. A game online, you can usually chat with the other players. Which wasn't a thing when we were kids either. No. I mean, with, with the old Nintendo. I remember Coleco the very there. beginning of chat rooms. Right. With like AOL and Yahoo and oh, MSN yeah. Messenger and things yeah. like that where you could go in a chat room. So is it like those still? I think. Well, I think now it's on gaming. Right. And wow. then there's the social media element. If your kids are on social media, then, you know managing friend requests and messages and things like that. But I think the gaming thing, there is pretty much unlimited communication. Depending on where you dig and what you Google, I tried, I looked and I started to investigate this and I came up with all kinds of different answers. On the cell phone thing? So there's no definitive 
right? Right and wrong. No, here. that's the tricky part. It's it's really like knowing your child and then putting boundaries and rules and safety in place to protect them the best they can because I think there are a lot of pros what? to like being able to to oh get a God, hold yeah, of your child right. and like oh it's you're planning on walking home from school but it looks like it's going to storm you know sending right. a text like we'll pick you up but you know I know they can't like have their phone at school with them they don't they're not allowed to bring I think they can have it in their locker in their oh, bag gotcha, gotcha. I don't I think that's kind of frowned on too just be, because of security well, like, don't, if, like if phones get stolen or things but like I that. But I see the, the junior high and high school kids. Are you kidding me? I'm speaking to elementary. Okay. We don't have any middle schoolers yet. But yes, I think those kids are, they they just, their phone's just kind of like a, an extension of them. What do you think, <laughs> what do you think the average age is for kids to get their first cell phone? All right, back to our conversation in a minute, but I'm telling you, you got a taste of it. The heat and humidity is back. It may not feel like it right now. Uh, we may have a cool end of the month here, but it's coming. If you've not had your AC checked, your your uh, air conditioning, people always wait till the last minute. Do not wait. Call Holly and the crew at Ryan's Plumbing and Heating in St. Peter. They're the only people we use for not just uh, HVAC uh, with our air conditioning and heating because we have a boiler, but our uh, plumbing, electrical, all of it. And again, don't wait until the next heat wave because it's coming and you're going to want that air conditioning working properly. Visit stpeterelectric.com to uh, schedule your maintenance today. All right. A few weeks into our uh, fitness journey now. And I can honestly say this. At JP Fitness, I've been working with a personal trainer, which I love because it's not always about being, and I, I can't say this enough, swole. You know, you see all the guys, the bodybuilders and stuff. <laughs> You know who I'm talking I about? Do. I'm not one of those guys. No, there are a lot of guys who lift who want to be big. I want to be fit. I want to be defined. And I want to be mobile. And Brett at JP Fitness has done a fantastic job helping me specifically with my hips and my lower back. And I'm telling you, I can already notice a ton of differences just going like up and down the steps and things like that. Yeah. So personal training at JP Fitness is a great option. They also have 24-7 gym memberships. Uh, if you're kind of like a go on your own, do it yourself kind of guy. Um, and the group fitness classes are unmatched. It's I'm cardio, it's strength training, it's programmed for you, and they are 45 minutes long. You're in and out, and you. I have never had such an amazing workout as I do at the group fitness classes. I love them. And while we're gone this week, I'm going to miss my, my 5 a.m. trips to JP Fitness. <laughs> the funny thing is, Brett has already texted me some of the things that I can do while I'm there. Oh, that's and I'm great. Not, I'm, not, I'm not giving up completely either. I'm not going to take the, the whole week off because I feel that good. And so, our hotel has a great fitness room. It does. Not as good as JP Fitness, not but we'll as be back next I'm, week. And I've said <laughs> this. You know what? If there's one investment you're going to make early in your life, or even if you'd like to start now, invest in yourself. And it starts with a trip up to JP Fitness. Give them a call. We've got a link on our website. I, I mean, you can, I, listen, I have Googled this. I have dug around and it, it, I can't like get a, a legit, you know, through analytics, a, a legit answer for it because everybody's got a different opinion. Uh, the average age is between 12 and 13. I would but say, it's, yeah. you know, obviously up to the parents to judge on when the best time is for a child to do it. And, you know, I think part of what's holding me back from even exploring the options for a phone is like that innocence and like keeping that childhood innocence and not 
having that like piece of technology that's be already at 10 years old becoming an extension of you. I can tell you that we won't, this won't be as easy as a battle for our youngest. Like she's going to want one? Yeah, don't you think? Probably. I mean, it's just because I think the, the, the generation gap, now that sounds incredible that I'm saying that, but but the generation gap now between a 10 and a 5-year-old is incredible. That's it's huge. five-year period. And yeah. if you just think about um, she was a toddler in the pandemic. Yeah, I know. And that will, that sounds crazy, but that will have an impact on just what what her early life was right. like. Well, the funny thing is this came up, uh, you know, closer to the holidays. Uh, we had a conversation because your, your dad wanted to buy him a cell phone for his uh, birthday. Yep. Right. And it would have been one of those ones where he would have just been able to contact him and a few other people. Like you were talking about kind of like one of those, what, what do they call them? Track phones That's or something what like it's that. Called, yes. And, I, I, I thought that's as safe as you can get. The one problem you were thinking about was he was he's still at that age now where he tries to manipulate different people so he can be having multiple conversations with different individuals yeah, making in his, his own plan. Authority figures in his life, right. And and, <laughs> and and trying to manipulate everything so he kind of gets his way. And you had that concern. I was like, I I I, I could see that, but I'm not worried. Is much about that because I think he's the type. If you had a conversation with, him, yeah, and he's maturing. Yes, so I'm. My only concern is, again, like you said, the online bullying and certainly predators that are out there, because it. I don't know whatever happened to people can't contact you on your cell phone because of, you know. I get contacted like yeah. three times a day. Uh, more than I mean, it's the spam, and now I mean, it's just weird stuff too. The only people that call me are spam. Yeah, it's just not. The only reason my phone rings, right? I'm like, why are who are you calling from? Your car's warranty, Montgomery, or... Alabama, about health insurance. Yeah, it's just incredible. And now this year with the uh, you know with the election, the, mid- uh, the midterm elections coming up, that has already started. Yes, you know, being and inundated like with that stuff. stuff oh I my god! Just reply stop. Yeah. And then the text, they have to stop texting yeah. you. So I'm just worried. Yeah, that would that's always been the one concern. But I have to believe that uh, some of the you know stuff that they have in place, the software and things like that, will, can help you get around that. Yeah, there are absolutely parental controls. And there are parental controls, by the way, on video games right. and, and all of that, right. too. Um, I think it just really comes down to weighing the pros versus the cons. Like, how important is it that your children be able to access you when you aren't together? How important is it that you are able to track them and, and make you sure know, that they're getting to their destination a, safely? A school teacher would have a good a good take on this. A school I, teacher, I, I think that that would be like a hard no. Really? I think so, because I, I think that they see just like that screen addiction and, and things like that probably pretty prevalent. But you, as a parent, I have to admit it's pretty enticing when it comes to that communications aspect because like when when I do pick up in the afternoons when I'm looking at the weather and and he has every intent to to walk right because we're less than a mile it take he can walk home faster than if I pick him up and then go grab his mm-hmm. sister so he he's home in 10 minutes so but 
I would like to be able to, you know what, at, you know, just after the, or just before I normally would pick him up, send him a text message. I'm on my way or it's beautiful. Go ahead and walk home. That type See, of thing. To me, that is like, and, and I've called the school before and left a message with the secretary, which felt very 90s. Right. I was like, hi, Diane. <laughs> it's Noah's mom. Right. Can you leave him a message to walk home? Right. I was like, oh, my God, I remember my mom doing that. But, um, yeah, I and I know uh, I had a, a play date. You still call it that when they're 10? I don't know. He hung out with a buddy on Saturday. Played some baseball. And yeah. I was talking to his the the friend's parents when I picked him up and we were we kind of got into this conversation um because we were talking about summer and like the boys wanting to hang out and they have one of those watches. Their son has one of those watches. They're on Verizon. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. And so that he can get in touch with them. That's a great idea. If he needs to I mean that's like switch providers convenient. I would I would literally consider switching so that we could have that product. But you could get a phone that would probably do all of those same things and just work with your current provider, which we have AT&T, by the way. One thing that I like about the watch, and this just kind of came to me, is the there's less risk of losing it because they're Something it. tells me that there, there's still a watch we could get him, though. Is, isn't there something like that that we could purchase him? I, I would have to dig into it or go to AT&T yeah. and... And and ask what they would recommend, right? Because I'm afraid you're right. Him losing a cell phone. See, that's what I just thought of. Because I lose my cell phone. My God, he can't keep his socks straight. Ah, yeah. So if he's wearing a watch, that reduces the chance. Because that's another part of the responsibility. Is you you get this device, they're expensive, and then you're you be responsible for it. Not everyone, not every kid probably has an iPhone 13. I'm just saying, right? no matter what kind of device right. it is, it's like you you have that. Now you have that responsibility of having something to keep track of. That I think. Well, I, I think this summer is going to be the summer that maybe, you know, I I have. Well, I, I've already somebody's already commandeered it, but I do have an extra old iPhone six or seven or something around here and it gets used once in a while. The weird thing is it still operates. That is weird. Which is strange. <laughs> and it's still wired to the same number as my new phone. But anyways, but Clara thinks she owns that. So cool. that, that's her, Sorry. that's her iPhone. Just, <laughs> right. There's a lot of calls to make. So, but no, honestly, I, I, I think he's and but full disclosure, he's 10. He's about, he's heading into fifth grade next fall. And I just think that, you know what? He's going to have football practice again. I know. He, he's going to yep. be doing all of these yep. things. And I want him to have the ability somehow to be able to communicate with us. And I think about when I was that age. I mean, I spent the summer between fourth and fifth grade babysitting for a family every single day. Right. Which is I know. insane. I was responsible at 10 years old for three children <laughs> right. all day long. I know. What? Well, I was, I think I was 11 years old when I started working at resorts in the summer. And it was like cleaning fish and doing the grounds work. Yeah, I know. Noah's already talking about getting a job, by the way, which is hilarious. What is he? What? He wants to be the guy that brings the drive out, the drive through food out to the cars at McDonald's. Oh, that's a pretty good gag. He was like, because I like to be active and I think it'd be fun because you get to like say hi to a lot of people. And I was like, dude, I love that for you. I think you'd be great at that. So, uh, yeah, I'm 
you know, I know that you have apprehension, but I think he's close to the point where, cause he, he would like to be able to, by the way, you know, full disclosure, you hear us talk about this all the time, but being a blended family, he has a lot of different people in his life who love him and care about him, who are constantly wanting to communicate with him. Your dad is a great example to where he has the ability to do that. And I think he's emotionally mature enough to do that. Yeah, I think. And, and, and if you can explain to him that when things are not the way he wants, that to not go and try to yeah, well, call a grandpa. He's or, matured a lot yeah. over the last yeah. year, he for has. sure. So I think he's getting there. And I think he's, I think he's where he, yeah. where he needs to be. I, I'm sure that a decision will get made. And I think that it will probably be that he'll have some sort of device. Right. Just for everyone's convenience. I am And curious. it's, yeah. I think, a teachable moment, too, where I, you learn these boundaries and you learn this responsibility. And I am curious to know, though, it here in our community, okay, because it's different wherever you go, I, but I'm wondering how many people and at what age does that happen? Because I see... I see a lot of kids his age mm-hmm. when when school's being let out. Once they get out on the sidewalk and they're especially this time of year when they're out walking around, I see them with phones. Yeah. So they must be, you know, they must be doing something. Maybe they're texting their parents. I don't know what they're doing, but I see them with them in the hand. I'm like, oh well, you know, he's getting close to that middle school. He has one more year left at elementary, <laughs> then he heads to the middle school, right? How did that happen? So do we, I mean, going into his final year at, at the elementary school, his fifth grade year, is this when we kind of give him those teachable moments and we learn to, you know. To navigate it. To function around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know either. And, you know, I know there's a million opinions when you, when you ask a question like this. And every child is different as and well. And every child is different. And what works for one family may not work for another family. So I definitely don't want this to turn into like a judging right. it's not, other no. people's parenting thing. No. Um, I'm really just thinking about our family and our child. I think. And like what is going to be the next best step. I think that there's a lot of parents listening right now who are three or four years ahead of us that are like, it's a, it's a game changer mm-hmm. when they can have those and you can communicate throughout the day and not worry about them as much. Yeah. I, I like I that. I like the yeah. independence. Like he's, he's gotten into walking home, which is a good, a, a big step right, for him. Um, and now he's talking about like meeting buddies at the park and I'm like, okay, all right. I know that this is like part of growing up. But I like that. I and like I that like it and yeah. I'm proud of him. And I'm like, I wonder how much of this is just me not wanting to have him be growing I'm up sure. so quickly. I'm sure that's part of it. So, I, yeah, well, there's just a lot of things to consider. A great example, and uh, before we wrap up here, but a great example is what we're going to be experiencing over the, throughout this week because we're taking off. They're staying with the grandparents. But to be able to communicate with them and, you know what I'm saying, throughout, yeah, yeah, yeah. throughout that course, time. Yeah, we, right. we can call – uh, my parents right, and, and right, talk to them anytime. Uh, but what's funny about one last thing, what's funny about when your kids start to grow up is you, you really get to know them and their, their personalities. Right. And like, sometimes I'll see things or things will happen throughout the day and I'll be like, Oh no, I would think that was hilarious. And, and my first thought is to send them a text, send them a text, right? which is might sound weird. I don't know, but 
I'm like, oh, that would be kind of nice to just be able to, you know, chat with him when I wanted to. Because I right. will. Like, things will happen or, like, I'll see something. And I'll be like, oh, no, I would love that. Right. You know, because he's, yeah. he's growing up and, and I he, he has his own, he's his own person. To me, when he's not here, like, if he's at his uh, his dad's house on a night or, or, or with some other relatives... And there's something that big that happens. He's, yes. And he still tries to text me like if the twins are on. He sends me a message to his Facebook app that he has. The kids messenger. Yes. Yep. The kids messenger. But I would like to be able to just shoot him a text to be like, like when Royce Lewis hit that grand slam for the Minnesota Twins, <laughs> it was his first career home run. And we were kind of waiting for that. And it turns out it was this big moment. And it was, it's things like that when I know that he's probably somewhere and he's watching. Yeah. And that's the one thing that kind of like we... Are, he and I are kind of like the sports freaks in right. all of the family, right. right? But things like that. I don't know. Just the, those moments where we're like, did yeah, you, you see you that? Yeah, you totally get what I'm saying. Did like, you see that? To right? be able yeah. to to get in contact with him. So I don't know. We're we're, we're yeah, if, figuring it out. We'd love you, to hear what's worked yeah. for you um, or what hasn't worked for you. It's kind of trial and error too, I imagine. What age? I'd like and to what know. Age? I'm curious. And how did you, you kind of filter it in? Yeah, what right. tips um, for kind of navigating the whole situation? We'll see. All right, we got a we got a crazy week in front of us. By the way, we're so, even on a jet plane in the morning. Tomorrow we'll have a a quick show for you and an update as uh, we are getting ready uh, to jump on a plane, and then we're going to have periodic watch our social media throughout the week as uh, we'll be visiting the Valley of Fire, and we're going to be doing some other cool things in Las Vegas because. If you're going to navigate Vegas and you don't gamble, we've done it. We're, we're I would say we're almost professionals. We love that city. We went once through it right in the middle of the pandemic, about a, a little over a year ago, and it wasn't the same then. So it's good to be back. It'll, it'll be I'm good to be back there. To be back in Las Vegas when it's normal, like quote unquote normal. Yeah. Um. We have. I have actually had a couple of people reach out to us on social media. They're heading to Vegas like in the next six weeks, and they were looking for some tips. So oh, we might yeah. have to do like a whole. Vegas based travel show. Right. Maybe this week. But we'll, we'll be we'll be checking in on the podcast and on social media. So George and Jess podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Um that's where we'll be living this week as we uh take our first vacation in over a year. Yeah, and we will be back tomorrow morning for a quick show, six AM, giving you an update as we are getting ready to load because our flight leaves at seven thirty. Yeah, we have an early flight, which I love because then you get the whole day yeah, you get in when you get there. Yeah, with the two hour setback going to the West Coast, you're there in the nine o'clock hour and just go drop your, you know, luggage off at the hotel. It's like a free day. This is your first tip. And we I had this discussion with somebody this past week and, and we agreed. We were at the gym and Here's the here's what you do. Always get to Vegas super early that first day because you can go to the hotel, leave your luggage there. They'll they'll take care of it and text you. And then most of them will have the room by 11 or noon anyways, right? But get there early and get out. You'll have an entire day, and then you'll get back to your hotel room that night and be like, we haven't even spent the night here right. yet. We haven't even yeah. been here a whole day, and we've already done a lot of stuff. So maybe, maybe tomorrow we'll have to do... Quick Vegas tips before we there you go board the plane. So have a great Monday, and uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow.